Hello, welcome back to Transformers Weekly, bringing you Transformers news from around the world and Australia and a little bit of New York Toy Fair. I'm Brad and uh, this is episode 182, recorded live on Saturday, 16th of Feb, 2019. Max, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Brad. <laughs> oh, I just wish I had a green screen and the hearts go beep, 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 boop, 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 boop. Yeah, uh, we don't have a sort of budget for that thing. No, we don't. Or the uh, <laughs> the skill. <laughs> On this episode, we are. Uh, there's a new Bumblebee, Masterpiece Bumblebee. Holy shit! The yeah, rumor is nowhere. no longer a rumor. Yeah, we got a new Beast Wars masterpiece coming. Sweet lady of my heart. Um, we get to see what's in store for Cyberverse in 2019, and a lot more coming up after this. Yes, hello. As I said before, I'm Brad. Join me tonight on our fourth birthday. <laughs> Streamers, party poppers, pop. Max, Max from South Australia. How are you going, sir? <laughs> All right. I sort of slip by this is the fourth birthday, which is uh, pretty significant. But, you know, we've got a really good news week to celebrate it. So feel happy about that. Yes, unfortunately, Jason's going chasing his androids in Barcelona and Ashes is stuck at home with a... Uh, a young baby, which is a bit ill at the moment, so everyone's out being successful and making families, and we're here to talk about Transformers. Someone's got to do it. Someone's, <laughs> Someone's got to. <laughs> it ain't much, but it's honest work. Uh, that's it. Anyway, frustrated here, Max. What have you been up to this week? Anything new? Uh, Anything daring, adventurous. Not really. I start another podcast. Um, just a. Halo-related one, kind of similar from like to this, to be honest, with a few mates, so that was good. Plug it, um, plug it, plug it. Beyond this, plug it, uh, yeah, uh, the Halo Plasma cast. If you, if, um, yeah, there's a few guys you might recognize on there if you involved in the Halo community at all. Uh, yeah, check it out. Lovely. Free, free shameless plug. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> no, go for it, man. <laughs> avoided, avoided saying a name because I'm like, is this socially acceptable? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. yeah, beyond that, I've been up to sweet bugger all. Mm. Yeah, it was a pretty quick week, actually. It went really fast. Yeah. Here, Big uh, news week, though, which is it was surprising. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Just looking quickly ahead to the news, Toy Fair, currently we're recording on Saturday night, Toy Fair has already gone for a day and a half. Some would say it went for Friday as well. Okay. We do have a couple of releases surrounding Toy Fair, but the main body of the Toy Fair discussion and review will be next week, and it will be a doozy of a show. So yeah. <laughs> we are um, little leaks we've seen so far. It's going to be a big one. Yeah, yeah, and even with what's been re- revealed so far. So we've got some stories here that some or most don't invo- involve Toy Fair, so we're going to get these out of the way this week before we get get there because, uh, yeah, next week will be Toy Fair. 
and in the week after, we probably won't have a show because there'll be no news whatsoever, <laughs> as what normally happens when uh, big events like this are on. And we also had Wonderfest too, which showed us some fantastic figures, and we're going to get to them shortly. But uh, before we get to that, Max, ready to get into it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. First up, we have a full lineup or a semi lineup of uh, what's coming out for Cyberverse in 2019. There has been a trailer for season two of the cartoon, which I have not watched. Max, have you seen it? Yeah, it's uh, it's a good looking season, but it's not a very good trailer. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the two biggest things I wanted to talk about here in this, which is the reason it's in the news, is one, we have a new Skybite. I, I, hope it, I hope it's called Skybite, but it looks like Skybite. <laughs> well, I mean, if uh, they're calling it Skybite here, but if Lugnut is anything to go by, then it might not be. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, but it is kind of cool to see him bringing in these uh, like, characters just outside of just G1 for Cyberverse. And in what initially appeared to be a very G1-esque show, it's actually... it's. Folding a lot of other stuff now. Are we sure this isn't Skybite? <laughs> oh, no, this, it's, it's, it says Skybite. Okay. It's, it's, I, it's all we had. We had a Marta. Was Marta or Cyber, uh, Cybertron? Whatever the Unicron Skybite. trilogy one. Yeah, yeah. It was in, I thought it was in R.I.D. Did he show up in Oh, R.I.D. No, sorry. Yeah, it was R.I.D. Yep. That, that show that's, that maybe kind of sort of in continuity with the Unicorn trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had that. Then we had the... Uh... Oh, it was only a re-release of that figure, wasn't it? To come out in Generations? Yeah, they made a brand new mode because oh, for a while he, he was a really big deal in RDW for like a year and then he disappeared. It's one figure I really would love to get in hand just... Again, transforming shark. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a decent sort of like legend style articulation set up on it as well, and like there's some decent color separation. Well, you say legends, this looks like the new age deluxes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but even like we, we've never got sort of like a submersible transformer before, and it's not as it's not as angular as what the original Skybite like. It had, it looked like a bent shark, where this is more straight. This looks like a submarine in like a shark deco, you know? A like on, on, on planes, You know, like on planes where they'll do it up, they'll like a shark jewel on the front. Yeah. It looks like that, but with a submarine. Yeah. Um, I suppose one other thing I was going to discuss too, which was the uh, title image for this story, is um, there's an arc. <laughs> so it's like they all have like smaller vehicles that power them up. And one prime, I think there's two for prime, and but one of them is just straight up the arc. Okay, mm, like I was trying to think when I was looking for this, we've never had. We had the little polystone statues for the arc, which were like statue vehicles, but we've never had an actual transforming figure. There was the long rumored and then cancelled. Um, Omega Supreme, I think, for yeah. animated. There was, wasn't there a, a weird one in Cybertron where it was like Unicron, but he turns into the Ark? Like a deluxe? That's beyond my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's this strange thing that has no bearing on continuity at all. It just happened. 
Yeah. And it rides along on the back of Prime. Like, if it combined with him, then it might make more sense. I wonder if these are separate or if it's going to be a two-pack, considering it's photographed with him. Yeah, uh, see, I don't know. It doesn't really give much info about yet as of how, like, he's made. So it's like, generally, like, generally it seems like they come with, you know, you get your character and you get your vehicle and the vehicle combines on a character. But with Prime, you see it's the same Prime mold both times. But, like, there's... Yeah, it's the same. Actually, no, it looks like there's two separate Prime molds. So, one... The smaller Prime has that jet thing that we see in the trailer, and the larger Prime has the arc. Well, that yeah, that goes into this here, where we seem to have a Starscream combining with Prime, or is that supposed to be Jetfire? Um, I don't think we know. I think it's just a generic <laughs> thing that combines. Like in the trailer, Cheetor just does all spark magic, and they get this armor. Well, yeah, here we got Star Screen that combines with a bulldozer to make. Yeah, that's that's two uh, things that are thematically similar, aren't they? Star Screen and a bulldozer. Well, a bumblebee <laughs> and a battle cruiser is yeah, bumblebee and what looks like broadside. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> like really. Looks a lot like Broadside. Wow. wow, that is amazing. There's strange looking things. And then, yeah, Megatron's reminding me of some Beast Machines character. I think, no, Rotorstorm. Oh, that one there. Yeah, it's. He's, got a, he's got a mace. Oh. <laughs> it's wow. a little mace there. It's yeah. ridiculous. And it's kind of cool, but also. Well, it's feeding the children's imagination, but as for collectors, like. Yeah. I, yeah. And again, Cyberverse. Ooh, ooh, that's a vehicle mode in that Megatron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's a kid's line, but you want the kids to keep collecting Transformers. You don't want to turn them off, which is the shoddiest product in the world. Yeah. Oh, well. At the end of the day, it's a kid's line. You know, I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll be happy with it. Yeah, but the parents won't be happy with the thirty dollar price tag. That's that's <laughs> the biggest problem that's come out of this. <laughs> like those I seen some of those uh whatever the whatever the Bumblebee Transformers Bumblebee quick change drop kick and that sort of stuff, which have not bad looking alt robot modes and yeah, okay, the alt modes are a bit because they lack in engineering, but $39 for them. It's just, no. <laughs> yeah, prices seem to be going up everywhere. And, like, you know, whereas Siege and what and Studio Series seem to be going up in quality, it do, it doesn't seem like we're having the same thing occur with, uh, with like, the kids' lines. Hmm. But it's it's what we're getting for that. We, um, we know Subverse Season 2 is coming out this uh, year. We hold hope for a later news story. There might be some more adult content coming, but we'll get to that shortly. <laughs> Last week, or possibly the week before, we had heard rumours of a new Masterpiece Bumblebee version 2. Uh, <laughs> I scoffed at it. Ash we all scoffed it. at it. Ash loved the idea. 
because uh, he wants a more cartoon accurate B. Um, this reminds me a lot of the Soap Studios Bumblebee with the real goofy face. But we do have in stock images, not in hand, stock images of MP45 version 2 Bumblebee. It's a strange figure. Um, look, I mean, here's the thing with Bumblebee. is uh, He has a very strange... Like, he has a strange... Um, cartoon model like this looks odd but is technically accurate for the most part yeah whereas mp21 was a more it was like it was an idealized version of bumblebee you know it was like take a bit of a toy a bit of a cartoon and just make it look nicer whereas this is just straight up yeah here's cartoon bumblebee and we're definitely in agreement so that's a fake chest <laughs> yeah no question I, I don't take personal issue with that if it makes it more accurate then whatever but then and that's uh, like, uh, the biggest. The biggest thing here is even going all the way back to MP one, where you have a most toy slash cartoon accurate version of the robot mode. The car mode is always licensed. It's always a. It's almost like a one thirty two model diecast or even model car of what it's supposed to represent. Yes, you have Hot Rod, you have Rodimus Prime, you have Wheeljack that aren't really licensed vehicles. And now we've just all of a sudden, okay, well, we've had, since Magnus, we've started going for even more cartoon accurate robot modes. And now we're just slumping. We're doing a full 180 on the on the alt modes and going straight for cartoon accuracy there as well. Yeah, I think the line in general is moving much more towards cartoon accuracy. Yeah, uh, for better or for worse, and that's like we discussed last week the new MP plus smokescreen. Where okay, it's got the white windows and a different face. Well, you're not doing a more cartoon accurate car, so now, no. so now everything before, it's like a, it's a matter of, I guess, you know, Bumblebee and Prime and stuff, they're much more recognizable characters. So it's like probably for someone like Smoke, smokescreen, you're not going to bother. Which is especially unfortunate when you factor in figures like Sideswipe, which are like dramatically, you know, um, different than the current masterpiece aesthetic. Like Sideswipe well, does not look like he's in the same line nowadays. Yeah, and that's and because he's a very early one when we had the the shift with MP10 and going with the Hasui era of design with the MP cars. It's sort of, and then once once Magnus came out, we went and had done that new shift, and it's this has sort of opened opened the floor to all of those. Like you're not going to see a, a new Rodimus, you're not going to see a new Dinobot from the one to ten era. Now in this second era, now it's going to be in the third era, where it's, yeah, it's complete. <laughs> We sort of we had the sort of fusion, and we had the toy, and now we're just in pure cartoon, nothing else. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a new Grimlock, and all the all the figures are going to be like nothing we've seen. Well, if anything, they're going to be like these guys, like fully G one, G one accurate. Gold. Oh, I can't see you. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> just being weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like full G1, all these guys, like, head of the, head of the fella. Like, this is full G1 
Dinobots. Like that's that's what we're going to get from MP with this lack in detail. Yet these are going to be four hundred each. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's um. I don't know if you know how you are with detail versus engineering. You know, because that Bumblebee certainly looks uh, to have a lot more engineering than MP twenty one. Yeah, and that's. Let me just bring it back up. Not that it seems to account for much, mind you, when you get to, uh, especially the backpack. But that's the problem. Like even looking at the feet here, the feet look fine to me personally. Like it's the feet. Yeah, straight on's fine, but on the angle like that, yeah, I guess something to hide it. Yeah, and the thing with the MP21 was that. The way it dealt with the kibble was that it just had the kibble wrap around the outside of the foot. Yeah. So it hides all that interior stuff. Like the kibble hides itself. Or yeah. is this it's like surely you could just pull you could pull off something similar, especially when you've got more kibble to deal with. Just have it fold around, you know? Yeah. Have some of that kibble on the back, you know, instead have that fold like attached to the feet so then it can wrap around there. Like Yeah, and that's like the Datsuns do that where the feet explode then come around enclosed inside of them yes you've got a back of a car as a foot but it's enclosed and it doesn't show folds upon folds of kibble and you're talking old mode like that's those that those back wheels are barely touching the ground like that's <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be you know this perfect version of bumblebee and it's just anything but to be honest like it looks Good. You know, it looks like a poseable figure. But robot mode looks accurate from the front. The back, but you put it up. You put it under some hard scrutiny, and it just falls apart. I think, especially when you consider the fact that the damn thing's one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah haven't like, got the, we haven't got to the price yet, but it's one hundred and fifty bucks for a robot mode that doesn't look as coherent as the original. Where's it? Oh, there it is. It's there. like, yeah, look at that backpack. And it's like, you look at all the empty space in there and you think, surely they could have taken the time to adjust the measurements a bit so that that could collapse in a bit more. Because you can see where it could collapse. Yeah. There's a, yeah. There's a Photoshop flo- floating around that's, uh, that we use like a proof of concept to say, hey, here's how, exactly how this could work. And it's like, you know, you just you shave off some, um, some of the detailing on the inside and like, lip up the top. You could do it. That could fold in more. And they just chose not to. They're like, nah, we're not going to run this for another prototyping stage. We're going to put it out looking like that. And that, in my mind, is far inferior to the original. But not only that, even the... Oh, I don't want to get up there and get bumblebees out. <laughs> um, the other thing is it's feet... your kibble as well. Like, because you have that fake chest, but the thing is Sunstreaker has a fake chest. But Sunstreaker hides all his real car parts, like all the real, real windows. Whereas Bumblebee, he's got the fake chest, and then all the windows are just hanging off him. Yeah. Oh, God, you're making me stretch now. So even, even like, going back to the feet, like you mentioned before, those windows or whatever, whatever the, the front windscreens or the door windows, whatever they are on the back of his heel there, could easily fold around in, in, in crouch and yeah, hide. So the, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back stop sharing, bring back to video diary story time. Um, like here I've got the MP one here. Like the inside of those feet, just how yeah, it's clean, so well done. 
Just how clean I've that got is. one here as well, and I'm just comparing the two. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. still off in mind that this is one of maybe it is maybe the best masterpiece. And even like looking in the backpack, like yes, you've got you've got the car chest on the front, which is bigger because it's not so cartoony and short. But even just having the back part of that with the spare wheel, it's not as well, you can't like, really do not much with it. It's there, but it's you know it's just one solid piece. You know, yeah. it's not yeah, or even, it it's not this overbearing mess. It's like it looks like a piece of armor on his back. It's yeah, I I got no problem. And even you could have a hinge there where these side windows fold in just to get it compressed a little bit more. But it's sort of. We've always talked about, even with the live action series, about how the robots don't have any car parts. Having that on the back does not worry me at all because once a solid piece, it's a nice little like back turtle flap thing, and you can clearly see it's part of the car mode. Well, it's also a fact that there's been multiple incarnations of G1 style Bumblebee, right? And multiple of those have had this piece in his back. Like this isn't inaccurate. Yeah. Right? And I, I can, M- can MP forty five is mm. like people say. Oh, this is the ultimate Accubumble. It's not no. because you have two separate car chests, right? Like this is as G one Bumblebee is more than just G one cartoon Bumblebee. G one Bumblebee is toy Bumblebee. It's comic Bumblebee. It's you know all the Japanese stuff and the stuff that's come after, right? And that. MP45 sacrifices so much to achieve one very specific thing. <laughs> exactly. And then, like, this this is a Legends Bumblebee. Like, again, the feet a nice dare. Oh, I don't want to dare turn around because, of course, the back of the feet are hollow. But it just, again, you've got that, that Volkswagen, you've got the top as a chest, which is fine. And on this, you pretty much turn the back wheels around. They've got bits on the back to make the backpack. And yes, okay, if you want to nitpick, well, <laughs> there's nothing behind it. It's right? also a Legends class. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. That's, that was 24 bucks or 20 bucks or something. So, and that just, yeah. And that, oh, Bear in mind, MP21 averages around 80 bucks. And that's which, also including Spike. Exactly. That's, that's the next thing we need to get into when I get back here now. Accessory count. We had the spike, or we had the the jetpack with the gold version. This comes with the little spike that was just a repaint from MP10. We have fr- sword lightsaber. I love New York, which I don't know why it says I love New York. Two faces and his pistol, which a pistol like weapon, primary weapon, should be a standard. It it comes with nothing. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's no value there whatsoever. It's oh, I'm concerned about the future of Masterpiece line, to be honest. <laughs> My biggest concern is how many people I've seen saying how much they love this. And oh. yeah, it's, this, this. I just looking at these pretty promotional shots and going, oh, you know, I, like I want to be excited about this because I love, you know, a good poseable figure, and this thing looks poseable as all hell, but. The amount that it's sacrificing to be accurate to one specific facet of G1 Bumblebee is just... Uh, yeah, it, I don't think there's any excuse for it, to be honest. It's really... But it raises the other problem, too, where you're buying this. This doesn't even look good next to the new Prime as a G1 figure. Like, yeah, well, because the new Prime is super coherent, isn't it? Like, it's really smoothed out. 
Ooh, let's not you know, it, move. Let's not. It, it looks like one uniform piece, whereas this is just. It's got all these areas of just jank. I can't disagree with you more about that, but but uh, I, I this 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 only looks good next to MP Soundwave. That is the only ju- the only masterpiece figure that will that can't be renewed because it's G one to a T, and this pretty much looks good next to it. Just simplicity. Yeah, oh, we've well, gone MP too long this. I think MP- MP10 is pretty simple as well, but. Yeah, but MP10 is a bit of toy in it as well, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's when you start getting to the things. But oh, look, the door can open and Spike can come out. Yeah, yeah, I guarantee you, doesn't sit in there though. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> no, it's well, it's like it's just a superfluous gimmick that serves no purpose. Yeah, it's that... also drastically out of scale with Volkswagen. Is that MP10 or is that the new one? Is that that looks like, that looks like yeah, the that's new, new one. one. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on to something we can be more positive oh, about? That took too long. Coming up next, this come completely out of the <laughs> field. Uh, okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, I need to open the run right on the pod, but uh, clearly I haven't done this in, in a while. I've seen this first on Entertainment Earth, but... I mean, uh, this, ha, they revealed it on Hasbro oh. Pulse because they revamped that today. Yeah, IDW... So Hasbro revealed. Pulse is now, like, a news and shop thing. And yeah. so the first thing they did was reveal this and put it up for order. Mm. Well, yeah, just looking at the article not on TFW, um, IDW manager and creative development senior editor Tom Waltz dropped a crypt Dick hint earlier this week about a top secret Ghostbusters project, which would make you wonder what IDW and Transformers had to do with Ghostbusters. We have it here, Ectotron. Um, <laughs> there has been, and I was meant to go back and try and find when some of that early art come out. For the longest time, there's been Ecto One as a Transformer, the DeLorean. I've got the shirt on right now in, <laughs> in support of this project. Um, the A Team van. The turtle van, the tumbler, all these famous movie vehicles, even the '66 Batmobile, just all these favorite famous movie vehicles as Transformers. And he, as a 35 anniversary special for Ghostbusters and 2019 exclusive for uh, Entertainment Earth, as far as I know, it may be released elsewhere. But we have the Ecto One, which yeah, I, the old, the old I mean, mode. I don't know if it just looks like this looks really good. It, it, it looks a lot better than I thought. Just some gimmick would be. It looks like like a really accurate Ecto One is the thing. And like out of all the things I imagined, Combiner Wars Hotspot being retooled into, you know, Bovelware in twenty nineteen. I did not imagine a fully accurate Ecto One would be one of them. Wait, this is Hotspot. This is hot. This is straight up Combiner Wars hotspot. Holy shit. <laughs> like, it's not even like a dead end in Chrome Dome thing, like a shared shell. This is a retool. Look at the fires. Wow. It's the fires and like the mechanics on the shoulder and biceps and stuff. This is the same mold. Yeah. And, 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 and now it's Ecto 1. And clearly, this is no way a masterpiece level figure complexity. <laughs> like, 
you can see the hollows. You can see this. It is, the Ecto One is a pretty big box, so the transformation is pretty easy for it. But even then, like into like qu- quality wise on that alt mode, that looks it looks like a proper replica. It doesn't look like a transformer. You know, it... the panel lines. Look, you and yes, I'm not I'm not in <laughs> Ghostbusters groups, but. From memory, going back, say, the last 10 years, the only thing Ghostbusters-related we've got as collectors is the Lego Ecto-1 and then the Firehouse. Like, there hasn't been a lot of collector-based stuff. And even if you buy this not to transform, it still looks like a fairly decent Ecto-1 <laughs> with a crease down the bonnet, really. <laughs> That's where the split is. The rest of it looks fantastic. God, yeah, I'm like... It's the thing is, you know, you look at this and you go, right, it's combined all those hotspot, so you know it's gonna be a good mold. I'm gonna be you know, a solidly built figure. But then they've gone and turned it into like a legitimately like it, it looks perfectly accurate to what I remember for Ecto One. And if you, and if it's not perfect in your eyes as a Ghostbusters fan, well, it's one hell of a base model to start a customize to do repaints or whatever else, paint paint some rust on it to make it Ecto two, like it's yeah, it's just a really impressive looking figure as well. And uh, last I checked, it's only like fifty bucks. Like it's it is a Voyager. Cheap. It's a Voyager, yeah. Yeah, but it's at a Voyager price point as well. <laughs> like it's not some massively marked up thing. Like, yeah, I'm I'm really impressed by like oh you know cool stuff about licensing whatever you aside. It's just impressive. And maybe maybe to just continue on too, like. They're hinting at this is going to be a five-part series. Or five yeah, I've said now it's a uh, like yeah, June twenty nineteen five-part series about Ectrotron. Are we going to get a Delorean? Are we going to get a Batmobile? Yeah, now the gate has been unlatched. Like, <laughs> this, <laughs> you know, they've just done Star Wars now on the Ghostbusters. Like, it's. You know, seventies, eighties pop oh. culture crossover. Whatever happened to those Star Wars releases? Did they ever get it anywhere? Uh, yeah, I think they came out and they sucked. Like oh. everyone said they would. <laughs> well, I've never seen one of them. Okay, I'd I'd buy this and I'd buy a Delorean. I'd buy four, five, top five. That could be a good list. If you're listening at home, discussion talk. Yeah. I could be a discussion talk for one time. Like, what would you see Transformers crossover with? Yeah, I, I could pick five, but a lot of them probably wouldn't be big franchise stuff. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's fantastic. This this would be a wait and watch. What's going to come out later on? How how are you going to get these here? I'm sure Pop Culture and some of the online stores like that would get these. Well, it says this is GameStop, so it'll go for a zing as well. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, speaking of GameStop, related spe- things. Speaking of gaming, Max, <laughs> I'll let you take this away. Yeah. Right. So, like, a bit just sort of out of nowhere. Um, I think Hasbro had a uh, investor conference at Toy Fair, and then they just revealed nonchalantly there that oh yeah, there's a new Transformers game coming, uh, which I know a lot of us had been well had been clamoring for uh, in the like four-year uh, gap since Devastation. 
Uh, now, the what exactly the nature of this game is is incredibly <laughs> dubious at this point. So, like, Certain Affinity is bit of is the lead developer. Um, now they have quite a reputation. Like these guys done, you know, really good. If you played like Call of Duty or Halo, um, especially Halo, they've done some really good stuff for the multiplayer side of that. Uh, and judging by the name, it says Transformers Online. So we can assume this will be mostly, or if not entirely, a multiplayer game, which is, you know, is for better or for worse. Um, I'd say, well, one... say better just because of the fact that we've had announcements for Transformers games for the last eight years and they've all been mobile games. So it's been like, uh, uh. <laughs> I think we've, we've had a lot of multiplayer games, but none of them have come out well. Whereas the story, we've had like bad multiplayer games and good story games, mm. but not really any good multiplayer games. So maybe it's time for someone to experience to actually have a good crack at it. But the issue the- is that Certain Affinity has never actually made a full game before. <laughs> so they're like, right, so they made, you know, um, it's going from what, if, what if I know well. So they did like co development on like, uh, like uh, Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary and some of the Halo stuff. But then most of their stuff has been like maps. So like, right. Halo 2, we'll do maps. You know, Halo Reach, we'll do some maps. Halo 4, we'll do some maps. Actually, Halo 4, they went pretty in-depth with. They did some of the better parts of that game. So, like, the stuff that they have done is reputable, but it's always been within the wider scope of larger companies like Activision, Bungie, 343. It's always been under larger developers. They've never actually made something of their own accord. Now, what exactly they're making of their own accord is the question, though. Because it says, you know, Transformers Online, it's a third-person shooter. Um, so there are two things. There was a game called Transformers Online a few years back that went into a very long beta test in China. Uh, now, that I am I would be concerned because that game was a bit of a crappy clone of Overwatch. <laughs> um, and it was generally regarded as being not very good. Uh, and I'm worried here because it's got the same name. And a couple of years back, a Chinese game developing game developer invested 10 million in Certain Affinity to develop an original game. And we don't know what came of that development. But um, like, gen- this is a third person game, and it says develop an original game. So I'm hoping that means it's a separate thing to that original Transformers Online. Because if it is that other game, then I would assume it's not going to be very good. If we start getting... If it is an original project, then I'd say we're probably in for a treat. <laughs> if we start getting some images from um, gameplay of Dark of the Moon trying to get the wreckers to uh, the space launch or something that we know, <laughs> we're going to know for sure that it's something old yeah. like that. But And that's, that's, that's the thing, like, this... Online, sh- the first-person shooter, then it's sort of. Even though Devastation didn't sell well, I think it still was pretty much one of the more favoured games among fans, just for its. It turned enough of a profit for Platinum Games to 
turned around and do the same thing with uh, TMNT. So, like, it wasn't a failure. It just wasn't successful enough to warrant a sequel. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it just... And it says here that more's going to come out of Toy Fair, so there may be more to discuss about this next week, but I'd hope to sort of pick your character, pick your pick your generation and go. Yeah. But but that's a lot of maps, that's a lot of worlds, so that's that's a massive game. Yeah. My my one worry would be that I'm like I'm hoping it's not just ju- them jumping on the Battle Royale bandwagon. Because there is no room left in that market and if you want to leave a sour taste in people's mouths for Transformers games, then that's one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see. It comes out of it. Yeah, like we, it's all very ambiguous, but we can say at this stage that the new Transformers game is coming, and that's been a long time coming. So we can be happy about that, and there are some really good people working on it. Mm. Yes, yeah, so it's not a mobile game. We've had War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron, Dark Spark, Devastation. So. We're almost ready to go down again, but we'll see if we can stay up. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Quickly, Mastermind Creations R50 Supermax. There's a new Fortress Maximus head coming out. Yeah, this is an interesting one. So, uh, was a while back, this guy called Rick Acker like shared some, like, some... Uh, renders that he made of a, like a digital design that he put together for like an IDW Star Fortress Maximus, and then a lot of people responded really positively to it. So then, Planet Steel Express and Mastermind Creations said, "Right, we don't know how much demand there is for us, but because it's going to be you know a really big, expensive piece." So what they did was they set it up as like a crowdfunding thing, basically. So the way it works is you pay about 70 bucks now. And if it reaches 800 people who pay that price, then it goes into production for release about this time next year. That should be easy enough. It's, I'm worried because it's only like 300 backers. Oh. And it is, <laughs> like, which... Worries me. It's like, dude, you're just gonna pay seventy bucks. It's fine. I might have buried the lead. To save up. Sorry, I might have buried the lead. Does this turn into his head? No, no. This is IDW Fortress Maximus. So, oh, okay. I thought he, was... he's yeah. like a separate thing. I mean, he does like link with a Titan at one point, but that's he doesn't turn into the head. So he's with... just a dude who turns into a tank. Well, with the um the way the tanks treads are set up, these look like moving rubber tracks, which. Is fantastic for one, but I've seen I've seen a few people doing the mass exodus and selling their their PX Warden. Um, yeah, I, which does if this goes become into production, a head. I definitely know I am because that thing is uh, you know I've never transformed it. It's just so impossible. It's like it's entirely a parts former. It's miserable. That does become his head. Though. It does become a, a Magnus, a Fort Max head, though, doesn't it? Yeah. So it, it it's a triple turns changer. into like a. It turns into a crappy tank that has the parts for, <laughs> but it also tank. turns into like a, a surrogate head for G1 Fort Max. Uh. 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll see more a, of that. Yeah. As a figure, it looks really good, but at this stage, it's just in the renders. Yeah. They showed a transformation a while back, um, a few, actually just a few days ago, and that looks to pull some really clever tricks. So I'm quite hopeful for this going in production. Well, a lot are from what I've seen, like, as I said before, so many people are like, nah, Warden, you're gone. We're getting this new one. So, And if the transformations, like you said, it is, and I understand why completely, <laughs> whether it's head or not. Moving on to Toy World, they've started putting up some coloured photos of their uh, new Bulldog figure, which is Zero uh, One, I think. Yeah, FS Zero One, which is their um, The Last Night Bulldog, so... Got a couple of photos here in tank mode with its um, its Italian war paint on, and here we have him, and he comes with a couple of different heads. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's like <laughs> I mean the one after this is the movie accurate one. That's it. Yep. And then he's just got he's got another hat and a couple of different like gas mask type things. Which so you can why? <laughs> I guess it's like so you can give him a helmet that's doesn't look so much like a human helmet and then the gas masks, you know, it looks more like a robot as opposed to just, you know, a dude. Well, yeah, the accessory must be, it must be a helmet then two separate gas masks. Yeah, I think it's a good call because this is one of those movie Transformers that suffers from just looking like a giant metal human. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As a figure, though, like, for a character that appeared on screen for, like, a a single second. It's incredibly <laughs> well done. Like I have oh, no idea go, how yeah. this transforms. Oh I it's pretty easy, isn't it? The main main tank mode's on his chest, he lays down, the tanks spread out. <laughs> yeah, actually and now that you look now that I look at it, it's <laughs> it, everything's it's, on the legs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no it's just legs. It's no way unique toys transformation. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, I forgot about the tank it was based on. And I'm like, oh, right, yeah, it's the tank, which is just two giant sets of treads. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we know how this is going to transform. Yeah. But it still I mean, looks fantastic. Definite, yeah, the highlight is the detailing for me. Like, that soft weathering almost looks like a 3A figure. Mm. Yeah, well, just that rust color on the tracks. It's not, a, it's not a bright green on the main body. It's still that duller green. Yeah, I'd hope that it comes out looking that good in production. Yeah. Those things can uh, not eventuate sometimes. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what the um the first releases look like. There's a lot of dead bodies there. <laughs> I'm hoping that's a mock-up and not a shot from World War Two or one. That's an interesting way to promote your figure. It is, with <laughs> so many dead people. Uh, especially when it's supposedly an Autobot. This past week, also leading into Toy Fair, we had Wonderfest, and we got uh, some more images of past reveals, as in MP, unsure of its number, Hound, and MP44, Optimus Prime. Um, we got to see the pseudo series Megatron, uh, Beast Wars Megatron, <laughs> I love you, uh, and some other figures. So, yeah, a quick shot at Hound here. Still looks like Hound, even though we've gone from colour, now we're going back to prototype grey, so I don't know what that says about Hound itself. And is this the, that's the new Bumblebee there, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's a new one. That looks even messier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and the worst part is after you know seeing the uh, promotional shots, we know that's not mistransformed. That's how the figure looks. But then, the, then you're going to sit there and have it beside Ratchet and MP Plus Prowl. It's like, why? Yeah, like you do. You, you look at look as good as value as those two. And obviously, looking at that giant foot in the top of the screen, like you've got the the B on a poster in the background. Like, uh... I tell you what, the hand looks fantastic. Like, yeah, I'm <laughs> legit. I'm quite looking forward to that. The biggest issue I have with this and previous is just the fact that it looks like that heads on a stalk or heads on an arm and folds away. Yeah. Oh, for me, it's probably just how long the torso looks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It looks like it's got three abdomens. Mm-hmm. But that that's, the, the, yeah, and that sort of comes out of the whole car chest. He's got a lot deeper chest than what most cars do, so you've got the bumper in that lower. Should it be lower to the waist? I'm sure I'm sure there's there's screen caps of the G1 cartoon where this looks fantastic and others where this looks horrible. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh that is Die Atlas uh and Sonic Bomber and I think Roadfire. So it's from Transformers Zone. Next oh that's box art that is see that. Uh, another green bape? What? Oh, that's oh. Nike crossover now. <laughs> of the MP10 mold, just getting one yep. last use out of that before we discard it. Uh, shoe mold again. Wow, we're really getting some use out of the MP10 mold. Um, yeah, busy prime, busy prime. It looks good. Shame that. Fact that he's a, uh, you know, six hundred what? This Dutch angle's really hurting my neck. <laughs> this Dutch angle. There's <laughs> <laughs> a slightly better looking figure on a not all that wonderful design. Design aside, that that's I still think this looks fantastic. Yeah, oh god, it looks like it may be the best MPM. Like all, all things considered, that's a fantastic looking figure yeah like uh engineering wise you know definitely pulls off a lot to get that vehicle mode out of there but the detailing on that alone is phenomenal well i reckon it would suffer a lot of the same problems as any transformers jet i reckon you turn that that upside down there's gonna be a lot of a lot of junk under that trunk but yeah wow and of course, <laughs> oh Megatron, Beast Wars Megatron, you look fantastic. Yeah, that's one thing where everyone seems to be quite unanimously happy. Unanimously happy. Except for the fact we're going to wait a couple more months for it. it didn't that get delayed? Yeah, it's been I don't delayed because I'm not on the polls when it comes to Beast Wars stuff. Yeah, nah, she's delayed. We're going to get to it. I think it's I think it's early April now. So, moving on into other Beast Wars, Beast Wars, Beast Wars news, and this has probably come more out of left field than anything else we've discussed tonight. 
Black Arachnia, Beast Wars reveal at Wonderfest. Yeah, bloody hell. That's uh that's certainly a figure. <laughs> it's 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 a uh it's a tight hugging tight hugging figure and a uh definitely a accurate figure chest wise yeah, to the original. <laughs> yeah, that's uh it's like they know what the animation model looked like and uh, you know that yeah, I'm full accuracy, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm impressed, actually, like, legitimately impressed at this, considering that has to turn into like isn't a precedent set by Beast Wars masterpiece, like in terms of accuracy. We can say that's probably going to turn into a accurate looking spider, and that is going to pull some batshit insane engineering. This may be the best looking spider bot we've ever seen. Yeah, that looks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's definitely it's, possibility looks amazing. Yeah, it's definitely going to be better than Arachnid from Prime. <laughs> we, <laughs> like we can, we can... Uh, I think that's just the default. You know, it's like I think I don't think that's something you have to say at this point. Yeah, but that does sort of raise the issue. The raise the question in I think it was 2013. Takara re-released all their generations Beast Wars figures: Rhinox, Rat Trap, Black Arachnia. Um, I think Black Arachnia was new to that line when she was released in a more cartoon-accurate colour scheme because at the time, that was their masterpiece versions to go with Primal and Cheetor. Uh, what's in the back? No, just Primal and Cheetor. So these were sort of the placeholders, and then they were going to go, they went on into Dinobot then and now Megatron, so... It's interesting they're going back and doing one of those original figures into a masterpiece figure on its own. So I can easily see Rat Trap or Rhinox being close after this. Yeah, um, it, like around the start, it seemed like they weren't, weren't going to go very deep. And now it just seems like, yeah, they're going all in. Well, <laughs> apart from sprinkling that prime and I suppose you've got Hound. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, we, I think, we, we seem to be pretty MP Beast Wars heavy in the last two years. But Yeah, I think it, the thing is we're seeing a slowdown in the... Like, before the Beast Wars and MPM line started, we were getting like a ridiculous amount of G1 MPs. And none of those have really slowed down to the point where we only have three in the pipeline. And um, they're all rooters. Which is, you know, unusual. Yeah, I've got that. Wait, I, I suppose, yeah, Hound is the only new character... That we know of coming out for Masterpiece, mm. which is weird to think about, and, and he probably won't—he probably won't come out till twenty twenty as well. Yeah. So it's like, I think at this point it's sad to say, you know, they're not separate lines. Like Beast Wars, MPM, and regular Masterpiece, like that's all part of the same thing. So resources that used to be devoted to making G one Masterpiece are now devoted to MPM and Beast Wars as well. Mm. And, you know, for all the talk we have about the, you know, maybe not quite liking the way the G1 Masterpiece line is going, uh, I think it's safe to say Beast Wars is doing a pretty damn good job. And this, yeah, this is definitely keeping my interest. And interesting here, she's got the same interlocking base plate as what Dinobot come with. So maybe we've got a new, a new base display version, display Thing. Yeah, what is surprising about comes with uh comes with uh Megatron as well. Yeah, yeah. 
So, I don't know if it's just a Beast Wars thing or if that's going to be, you know, standard for the line going forward, but it seems like a good move. Well, that's an interlock all them together so they can all stand stand in place on your display and you don't have to worry about bumping and having all four us over it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's that's fabulous. And we're going to see more photos of her. Don't know if ever coming out of Toy Fair because it's more Hasbro and Takara, but we'll... Um, We'll see some more photos there coming up in the next next few months. But I'm definitely excited. This is this is the second masterpiece figure I'm really keen to buy after Megatron. Mm, yeah, I do not blame you in the slightest. Looks fantastic. <laughs> One thing also it's not pictured with her, which I did see a um, article today about, is whether they're an exclusive that come with her or something separate. We're getting stasis pods as well. I could not find the photos. TFW did report about it, but I could not find it again. So that's also going to be a wait out and see what happens in the next few weeks about that as well. Um, which may even give us a protoform X that comes out of that, which <laughs> excited. But, um, yeah. One thing dipping into Toy Fair briefly, and this is really the only thing Toy Fair we're going to talk about. Um, Super 7 has uh, revealed two non-transforming transparent figures, which... Uh, yeah, that's a bit niche. Yeah. Reminds, <laughs> ever so slightly obscure. <laughs> reminds me a lot of the... Um, sort of those... How does the heart work? <laughs> or Operation... The Operation board game or stuff like that, so... The chests removed. We see the uh, the Matrix in Prime and some of his circuitry underneath his chest and torso, and the same with Megatron. So, yay! It, it, it do look like sort of eighties kids toys, don't they? They're not. They're, I don't know where the market is for this sort of thing. To be honest, I think it's like <laughs> you know, well, sort of just not like a more casual fan would walk into you know a Zing or something and see that and go, oh, it's a I like. Transformers when I was a kid, I'll buy that. And I think that's about the only target target demographic for this sort of thing. I reckon these look like they could be walkie talkies. (laughs) (laughs) Or these look like yeah, these look like they could have been something for G one and are probably two hundred dollars now to try and find on eBay. Yeah, it's looks like they're sort of Japanese vinyl figures, you know, that go for stupid amounts of money for whatever reason. (laughs) Yeah. Unsure what they're gonna do with the future of these things, but uh um, made uh, apparently there's a dead one coming and these may be available for purchase at conventions in 2019 as well as Super 7 online store so check out Super 7 online store plug plug if you want to go there and <laughs> see how much these things are for a start Some they're probably going to be expensive <laughs> lastly Transformers Netflix. Holy but shit. This what, is, yeah. What, what's going on here? Um, apparently produced by Rooster Teeth, which uh, of course done Red vs. Blue and some other things now. They've got some new web series on, on the line now, which are receiving a lot of buzz. Um, apparently written by writers for Transformers Prime, Cyberverse, Machines of Power, the Prime series, all that. They're all included in this um, new War for Cybertron animated series coming to Netflix. Yeah, that's uh, a bit out of nowhere, but um, yeah, it's like 
sort of suddenly out of nowhere, but it's like this weird specific thing that a lot of people have, you know, talked about really wanting for a few years now, and now it's happening. Mm. Like a Netflix original Transformers series. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I wonder if... Um... Yeah, sorry, I'm... Uh, I'm not doing... I'm a little bit sick right now. That's all right. At least the yeah. internet's not sick and you're not cutting out. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, it's, not, it's either I'm sick or the internet's sick. You don't get any in between. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, a battery would help that, but... Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like this thing that people have really wanted for some time now, like on account of, you know, Netflix generally allows for in a bit more mature, like mature content with, you know, higher production budgets. Um, as you see, if you know, like their Marvel stuff and a lot of their like anime stuff that they've done. So if this show is to hypothetically take that sort of direction, I think we are in for like, some seriously good stuff. You might not know, was uh, the Thunder... Not Thundercats. The... Uh, uh, Shira? No, Voltron. Was that Netflix or was that shown by Netflix? Uh, yeah, that, that was Netflix. Okay. So we've got that. Because um, just... Netflix has had um, a lot of success with their 80s revival stuff. Like, you know, uh, Voltron, She-Ra, um, and uh, Devilman as well. It did really well. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, this follows a trend and is like, you know, like a faithful but you know, really high quality adaptation. Yeah, and that's sort of one of the things. It's sort of well, they they, they currently show ROD and and robot robot <laughs> not bot shots. What's the bloody uh, rescue robots? Bots? Rescue bots. That's the one. Yeah, they show them on there currently, but that's obviously a Hasbro produced thing that's being license to netflix so if this is them doing their own thing and we've got some people here involved that know the series and maybe and maybe it will be something more edging towards prime or beyond prime um i one thing here is apparently transformers veteran fj DeSanto, who has worked on the franchise's animated web series titan returns and power of the primes will be the showrunner for war of cybertron which that is poison that is yeah fucking poison as far as i'm saying that yeah that should not be in this at all because as soon as i read that (laughs) transformers veteran you're a veteran veteran. of junk i want (laughs) to I can't find anything about this guy on TF Wiki. Um, hold on. F.J. DeSanto. What did he do? Oh. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, he was the, <laughs> he, he was the writer. Oh, no. Oh, we're fucked. Does, does, does writing include Mistress of Flame going tap, 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 tap? Do, do you want to know what he wrote? Oh, no. All do it. it. Uh. Oh, God. Like, oh, oh, yeah, he's got, um, and the guy, one of the guys, um, Eric S. Calderon, who, no, no sorry, not Eric S. Calderon, George uh, Christic, who did Combiner Wars, you know, the worst one? Yeah, he, <laughs> he's going to help him out on this as well. Uh, that, that was a fun few hours being excited for this. All right. Yeah, I'll. I have no hope now. 
But then there's still so many questions. Like here, there's a quote here from saying we're thrilled to work with Rooster Teeth's new premium studio division to bring all new Transformers fan arbitrage series to Netflix. Well, that's not telling us what the what the animation is going to be like. We already know from previous experience the story is probably going to be junk. Um, um, I, what if it is just more Machinima? Well, because Machinima, Machinima the company just tanked right the, the, machinima doesn't exist anymore i raised this and question so earlier that, it was produced by machinima right yeah. the machinima was closely tied to rooster teeth and so now it says it's produced by rooster teeth so what if it's just the same just, thing again they just paid them out yeah yeah it, maybe it's just they've transferred the rights to rooster teeth and rooster teeth are putting it on netflix because i mean Mine. it fits the bill as well you know with the cartoon arriving a year after the toy line Oh dear! This, no, this, this is just more. I don't know. I was trying to suspend my disbelief for a while, but this is literally just more of the Prime Wars trilogy, isn't it? This is the same thing. But the problem is, it, I think a new story has come out. I think it come out today that this, in fact, is going to be a prequel that's going to show pre leaving for Earth. Yeah, because War for Cybertron, uh, like the fiction associated with it, is uh, it's a prequel, mm. like. So the fiction it's is being done in RDW and it's like pre-war stuff. So I'd, I'd assume that's the same. Like whereas the Prime Wars trilogy was post-war and this is pre-war. So yeah, even then, um, look, uh, if we see some, I'll wait until footage <laughs> comes out to reserve final judgment. But at this stage, you know, e- even being a Netflix thing, I am not hopeful. Netflix is simply the the provide the the show up. Yeah, of the content. it's not. I think yeah, it's telling, but it's not a Netflix original series, is it? No, it is Netflix not. original series have creative oversight, right? Yeah, Netflix original series is like. So, yeah, the, the successful things I was talking about earlier, right? So, you know, um, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jason Jones, all that. That's all Netflix originals. As for, like, 80s stuff, um, Voltron, Netflix original, She-Ra, Netflix original, Devilman, Netflix original. Right, so that's all. They've been more oversight and quality insurance. Whereas this is not. This is produced by Rooster Teeth um, with this the is- showrunner. Like the showrunner is the right is the lead writer of a Prime Wars trilogy, and it just so happens to be broadcast on Netflix. You know, this is this is this is solely and exactly the same as Rise of the Dark Spark. This is oh. Activision <laughs> buying out High Moon, using their assets to make their own game, using the people working on it to make their own thing, and it being an absolute train wreck. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like. I got a glimmer of hope in that it's animated by Polygon Pictures, who did Prime. So I don't yeah, think they'll have good animation. But even then, like I don't think they're going to spend a million dollars an episode on. No, but like it's like even if it has good animation, that doesn't save a story. Really, um, with something like this, you want the story to be the focus, right? And I don't think this guy can write a good story. 
like <sighs> all characters. Let's hopefully, let's just, hopefully, let's... because he's a showrunner, he takes a bit of a back seat. Hopefully, you know, because it doesn't say he's the writer. Yeah, it says he's. It doesn't say he's the writer. It's uh, never mind. George Christick and uh, these other two guys. Yeah, fuck. Nah, these the uh, the, the, actual, the contributing writers are writers from Prime Wars. Why was I excited about this? Did I just skim read a story oh, earlier? Why? I, I think I, th- I, I think, think I read the story earlier and didn't notice who actually is the writer. Like who? You, who I didn't look into who these people actually are. You and then were I was 90, like, oh, it's, yeah. You are ninety nine point nine five percent of the fandom have done exactly the same thing. Yeah. I did it as well. I, think, I, was, I, I thought I was excited. Then I started looking at it and going, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> we all got excited and it's like, oh, wait. Yeah. This is the same creative team who created what is generally considered the single worst piece of Transformers media. Like, I, I don't, I think we, I can't understand this thing yet. These guys made a trilogy of shows that are more hated than Energon. They've been completely like, wiped from existence. Yeah, they don't exist anymore. Yeah. Like, they were hard to find in the first place. Then Machinima tanked, right? Machinima's gone. And whereas a whole bunch of creative teams, you know, they rescued their stuff, you know, old things like Arby and the Chief, whatever, you, you know, these iconic Machinima things, they're all being redistributed elsewhere. We have no sign of the Prime Wars trilogy showing up again. Because it, no one liked it. Mm. it was, there was just no love for it whatsoever. Do you know what would be the biggest sign of these two things being related? What? If fucking Windblade is in it. Of course, of course Windblade's going to be in it. Like No, no, no. <laughs> Windblade isn't the issue, right? It's Because the... <laughs> in the comics, right, where Windblade actually debuted... And where she has most of her media, she's in she's pretty great. She's 84. fine. I don't remember back in eighty four. No, like in RDW, <laughs> right where she first showed up. Yeah, I'm poor at this. It's alright. Yeah, no, no, but like when she first showed up, and she's been more consistently portrayed. She's a good character. When but you have for some reason every well. time they've put her in something else, it's been horrible. Like, and so she's become. She's gone from like one of her most liked characters in the franchise to one of her most hated because she's just appeared. She's been this lead character in these terrible, terrible shows. Mm. And yeah, I, I, I shouldn't have looked into who these guys actually are. Is now I just I am not excited in the slightest. Not only that. It says here, the series was at Netflix in 2020, so it's over a year away. Yeah, but that's the Why? thing. These shows have always been a year late. Combiner Wars was a year late. Titans of Shadows was a year late. Power of Primes. And it's like, surely they could fix it here, but no, it's still going to be a year after the line has finished. Yeah, by the time this comes out, we're going to be looking at the final wave, the final oh, actually, series. I guess I guess because War for Cybertron is a trilogy. Right, so we've got Siege this year, something else next year. Right, so... It'll be uh it'll, okay, so we'll cover it. But yeah, it'll, it'll cover the uh, breadth of War for Cybertron. Yeah, and I'll we say have... about now, and then it'll just be like 2020 War for Cybertron Siege. It's like great, you you missed. 
Yeah, introducing the character of Omega Supreme that's been released yeah. now. <laughs> like, oh yeah, well, we've got that figure. It's come and gone. <laughs> Spoiler alert for next week's show. Yes, Omega Supreme is coming. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Well, I hope that game's good because and then... uh, uh, that's I need I need some Transformers media to be excited about. Yeah, I've had I've had to go in and go into admin mode. And... I got deleted seven of the uh, posts on Ecto Ectotron oh, God. out of about eleven, and also there's been a lot of comments here about, oh wow, we're going to get a, a new adult. <laughs> I, I, I don't. People haven't read the article; they're just saying, oh, a new Transformers. So neither did I. I, I yeah. Before going, I should have read the bloody article before I actually recorded the podcast on it. I don't want to be that guy saying, "Well, no, if you read it, it's you're you're wrong." But I don't want people to keep their hopes up because I know a lot of people do like the uh, the the Titans Return and Combiner Wars series. Yeah, but personally, I don't know why we'll get Chris back on here to to explain why he's <laughs> going to like this. I, I uh, Chris likes Fallout seventy six, you know. That means nothing to me, but I'll okay. laugh. <laughs> that's, that's, Chris, if he's listening, that's not a legitimate jab. I know it sounds... That's just a joke. Don't worry. I think I hear a missile being launched. Oh, dear. <laughs> 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 well, he's, a, he's, a he's from Queensland, so he's probably got a gun. So I should, well, so you, I, you I, have, I should speak less ill of Chris's likes. You'll have a Megatron, <laughs> at least. <laughs> That's it for the news. Um, as I said, as I said earlier, unfortunate ending. Yeah, as I said earlier, there has been a lot of uh, new releases and new reveals from Toy Fair. Of course, as I said before, Mega Supreme. We've seen Ultra Magnus, and uh, there's been a Springer and some other nice-looking figures as well. But that'll be next week. Until then, Max, new acquisitions. Acquisitions, right? Uh, almost forgot now. Uh, this is the sort of thing where I didn't want to go out of my way to pick one up online. You just sort of, you just sort of want to come across it in person, you know, and then there's a trade well, a while hope, back. That's that with most figures, but they're just not getting out stores. <laughs> yeah. And as a trade down a while back, it was like, right, I'll finally pick up Generation Springer. Oh, hello. Because I started putting together a record shelf like a year ago and... At long last, I finally added Springer to it. And uh, yeah, Frilling 30 Springer. I'm sure you've all heard wonderful things about him, and they're all true. <laughs> he is one of the nicer figures that, to ever come out of a Transformers brand. Uh, you know, just a spitting image of the comic counterpart. A really solid robot mode. Like, uh, just like a cr- like creative transformation. A little bit tricky at times to get all the panels to get together, but it has this moment like where when the panels come together in the car mode, it's like you have this MPR and hard moment. If you just you push and it all just sinks together, and it's just cathartic. It's really good fun. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I have essentially nothing in the way of complaints. It is an excellent figure. It's such a it's such a shame. To sort of look at a figure like that and then sort of look at... Have you got any Siege bots yet? No, I've Even... almost... Enti- I've skipped Siege, I think. 
Yeah, even even some of the Titans return boss. Just seeing the voyages back then with the I think the generations were not even the, in that frill and thirty line. They were at their peak, and just how much they've dropped off. Yeah, I've heard a rem- a lot of good things about Siege. Like yeah. I, I don't know. I think Thrilling Thirty, Thrilling Thirty was when I came into a Transformers fandom, and so I've got a lot of love for that line. And I do think it holds up pretty well. But, mm. uh, yeah, Combiner Wars, I think also, you know, sort of, there's a bit of a budget reallocation. So that's still held up. And in Titans Return, and especially Power of Primes, I do not think the engineering was on the same level. But now, with this, the stuff I'm hearing about Siege has been yeah, universally good. So it feels like a return to form. Granted, I don't actually own any because I barely buy anything at retail nowadays. <laughs> so I'll just have to wait for you to take a plunge for me and I'll take your word for it. Oh, I'd love to find something at retail, but I've still got Sideswipe, Brawl, and Megaton. I think for, for me nowadays, it's just, you know, like trade days and toy fairs and then online. Retail is just too much hassle, you know? Yeah, but I, I I can't justify the postage on top of retail prices. Yeah, it's true. It's, 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 it's hard. This could go through China. Yeah, well. Feel, ba- feel bad about it later. <laughs> find them somewhere. <laughs> Hide the receipts. Uh, all right, I've got nothing. That's all you've got. Yeah, that's all for me this week. Might have something ever so slightly massive next week, but I... Actually, no, doubt we get to talk about it because we're going to have a slew of news next week. Yeah, well, she'll be, um, <laughs> there'll be no new, new acquisitions next week. She'll be all new news coming yeah, in. It's going to be a, it's going to be a big one next week. Mm. All right. Ready to get out of here. Right. All right. Thanks for listening. And if you've been watching online during the live record, thank you very much. We've, I tried to put out last week, but, uh, if you are listening and you do have any comments on the YouTube channel or even on the Podbean app or iTunes, let us know. We're um, happy to discuss you. Big shout out to Stu One, which uh, he posted last week, um, agreeing with my dislike for the uh, the last night World War Two Bumblebee or Studio Series World War Two Bumblebee. So um, yeah, let us know. Let us know your thoughts as well because we are here for the community and want to discuss what's going on. So. Um, to find out more about these stories, you'll find links to them in the show notes posted here on uh, the, the YouTube channel, Podbean, and over on the Facebook group in Transformers Collectors Club Australia and the Australian Transformers Weekly Facebook page. To see everything we do, transformersweekly.com. No, it's not. Uh, transformerscca.com, which we'll see everything the club's about. Uh, head over there, check us out, any events that are coming up. They'll be posted up there. Max, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us on. For our fourth birthday. Yeah, it's a slightly uneventful episode, but uh, some good news to talk about. Yeah, I should have had cake. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, there's a lot, you know, the fourth birthday, so we've had a few before. Well, looking at some of the figures I need to buy in the future, so. My wallet's straining already without having to buy cake. (laughs) Uh, All right, man. Lovely. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back next week for some uh, long show. Better bring the popcorn. Yep.
<laughs> sit down, <laughs> relax, and uh, maybe not enjoy the show. Yeah, strap into that favorite chair of yours and get ready for five days of sporting action. <laughs> <laughs> see you, see you, Max. Thanks later. <laughs>